Greetings, Raider Nation, and welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg, with show number 76 from your Raider Nation podcast, your connection to your Oakland Raiders, Oakland Raiders football 24-7, seven days a week. That's what we do here, and uh, that's what we're going to do until the season starts. So welcome, fans, and uh, welcome to show 76. Now, today's show is going to be the post-draft stress debriefing. We have to debrief now because we got to get rid of all this stress we got built up in the Raider Nation, so I'm going to let it on out so we can all move on, okay? We're going to go over the Raider Nation podcast forum and, of course, remind you all to frapper because that's very important. We're going to go over some comments by just regular Joe Raider fan on any form. We're going to just maybe look at some of the titles of the subjects on these forums. I'm also going to go over a blog. It's pretty interesting because this blog was actually done by somebody I saw on RaiderTech.com. And his name's Jim Snowden's. And it's called Jim Snowden's Second Omnibus. It's his personal blog, and he has a description on the first draft of the Oakland Raiders. And it really, I read it, and it was almost like it, he took it out of my soul. It was almost word for word what I was feeling, thinking, and, you know, what I was all about when the first name came out for the Oakland Raiders. So, I know everyone's freaked out about the draft. I'm freaked out about the draft. Um, and we shouldn't be because, like I've said before, it's a crapshoot. You're never going to know really who's going to be good, who's going to pan out, who's not going to get injured. You know, you really don't know. Um, like I've said before, that's the funny thing about the draft. However, there's just like, it's like gambling obsession. You always think you're going to win. So you're picking a winner. It's like you're picking a horse. I hate to say that, but that's what it's like. You're thinking, um, people who are, who are all about Vince Young or all about Leonard or all about Lendell White, those people who are behind those guys 100%, they're betting that those guys are going to be the breakout, um, players in the NFL in 06. So, you know, knowing that and understanding that that's where I'm coming from. That's where every Raider fan's coming from. We all have an opinion. Uh, I'm going to try to get as many of those opinions out there as possible on this podcast because it is a stress debriefing for the Raider Nation because I think we need to be debriefed. And so let's go start with a debriefing with this first piece I have here. Draft stress debriefing only can be done by the Radio Nation podcast. Now, I'm going to tell you this. The only, and I mean the only mock draft that I saw that had the top seven picks in the right place was Sean from the Raider Take blog, RaiderTake.com. 
uh, which I always remind my fans or all the fans out there to check out because this guy is awesome. Great take. Great fans. He has a, a great comment section, too. Get on it because it's very, very cool. It's a great site. The only guy who got them all right, right down the line. And I was just praying, you know, because he's a sharp, sharp guy. And I was praying he was going to be wrong on number one. But I know deep in my heart, I knew what was going to happen just like he did. Um, he, uh, he, was, he was in the same boat with me. Sean was right on the money with this one. Uh, he said in his blog, in his heart, he wanted Liner, of course, to be picked in a number one pick. Uh, so did I. I was just waiting for his name to be sounded out. But I knew a part of me, a part of me deep down inside was saying, just relax, forget it. And then the name came out. With the seventh selection in the NFL draft of 06, the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders, uh, pick uh, Michael Huff, strong safety out of Texas. And my heart skipped about 500 beats i'd have some artificial respiration going on i was flipped out it was the firehouse they had me on suicide watch i just don't see it and you know i had to calm down of course you guys should know by now how i am that's how i am because i've been talking about this choice since i started talking about the draft of the season I'll, let me remind you, and, and not too many uh, podcasts ago, I was saying that Al might even go up for this draft uh, to pick Leinert because this USC guy was so, you know, on time. He could read the defense. That's a huge talent. Anyways, I don't want to get on. I digress. So let's go on with, with this. Now, Michael Huff, great guy, great player. I have no doubt that Michael Huff will contribute to this team. He seems to be that kind. He's, he looks like a competitor. Michael Huff has the look of a guy who means business. Uh, he, he, he looks like he's a serious individual. And uh, I have all the confidence that he will be a productive player. Um, maybe even as good as Charles would, maybe better than Charles. So I'm glad that we picked a good athlete that also was a good football player. Not a bad choice. Good choice for the Oakland Raiders, a position we sorely have needed for some time. But let me just make some, some facts here. Seeing that uh, we've taken four defensive backs in the, in the first round, well, not in the first round, but in the first three rounds, in the last five drafts, let's not forget um, that we've made some mistakes in the draft. You know, let's not talk about Mark Wilson. Let's not talk so much about Marinovich. Let's not talk about our 60% kicker last season, Jankowski. Okay? Um, lesson learned on that one. Now, I don't want to go over the negative picks because he's also had some pretty good picks. They've been kind of few and far between back in the day, but that can happen again. Now, here's something I have to point out in this draft, too, because the Raider fans have to remember. Neither, neither Shell nor Tom, mayor of Prokeback, Idaho, have been involved with football in quite some time. These two guys are up to their asses <laughs> in film and film. And may I say this one more time, people? They're watching film. These guys have to study film on 
plays and players, and they're trying to work up an offense. You know, they're not going to have all this time to be messing around um, going for the draft because I totally believe that this fell right upon Davis and Lombardi to make these decisions. I'm sure that Ryan had his two cents in there because he is the defensive wizard, and I, he had his. I'm sure he had his two cents, which is good, I would think. Now Al writes the checks; he picks the guys. That's just how it works for the Oakland Raiders, and that's just the way it's going to be. So, as a fun little experiment, and I must tell you this, I did some street side or curbside or workplace. Um, Census, I guess you could call it, on what people thought about the Oakland Raiders draft. I try to find out what the pulse of the Raider Nation was on the level of the street. People I've never spoken to before about the Raiders just want to talk about the draft. It was kind of funny, and I've got to share with you where I found. The fan at work at Berkeley Fire Department, they were sure not surprised about the Huff move. But most question the Raiders on passing on Leinert, which was kind of interesting because it was kind of across the board. Everybody rolled their eyes, and we all looked at each other and practically said at the same time, I hope this guy doesn't turn out to be Superman. And, of course, that was the whole Raider nations. Now, we also passed on um, Lendell White, which I think was a travesty. But let's look at our offensive guard choice, which is Paul McQuiston. Excuse me. I can't even say his name right. He's from Weber State. That's not Weber State. That's pronounced Weber State, a double-A school. Okay. he He's not a bad choice. He's a big guy, and he looks like he could be probably pretty mean. But to tell me that in that draft, number three, we had this guy. Of all the people and all the linebackers and all the experience in the Pac-10, I just, I don't know. Am I wrong? Somebody correct me, please. It bothers me a lot. (laughs) I've lost some sleep. (laughs) You know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm freaked out. So that's what I've been going through. Maybe some fans aren't so particular. I am. Now, Darnell Bing, they got a safety. Well, here here's a strong safety they picked up. Another guy for the secondary, and that's good too, I guess. 228. And right away, they're talking about moving him to linebacker. With a draft that is absolutely neck deep in v- very good linebackers. Why? Tell me. Would you want to take a guy who's a strong safety and turn him into a linebacker? Please, Raider Nation, tell me. Oh, gosh. Not not draft one. Hey, speed, baby. Just speed. That's what Al likes to say. That's what he likes to do. That's what he likes to pick. And you know what? We got to face it because that's what it is. Um, I would have to give a D to this draft. But you know what? That's me. And I just don't see that that we picked the right guys or the guys that had the highest potential to be successful in the positions that they should be. Now I'm, I know sometimes people say I'm a little down on them, blah, blah, blah. I don't think the Michael Huff position, the pick was very good. I'm very happy about that. 
I like that choice, but I just don't know if it went down as it should have gone down. Now, the number seven pick was called, and I quote, Mr. Irrelevant. Does that tell you? Now, I have nothing against these guys. Matter of fact, I, I, I like and I welcome new talent into the Raiders. You got to do it, especially this time of year. You got to do it because this is when you get your infusion of fresh blood. But at number seven, Kevin McMahon, six foot two, 200 pound wide receiver. Now, I understand that he could be a wide receiver. He's in round seven. Do you think we could have picked anybody else in round seven? Any need we possibly could have, like a, another linebacker perhaps? There's There were a lot of other running backs even that we could have picked that would have made it better for us. How many wide receivers do we need in the Raiders? We, I can count plenty. And our wide receivers were doing pretty well last year. We did have a couple injuries, but we didn't have a quarterback to make any throws anyway. So getting a wide receiver in the seventh round – Personally, I was baffled at that move. And that's not, I'm not the only one. I'm going to tell you, when you start listening to the other fans that are going on in this, in these forums, you're going to hear what they have to say. And you know what? I'm just getting the pulse of the people, the pulse of people right here. Now, I would have to say this. I welcome the new players to the Raiders. And I pray that they receive a strong dose of the nasty and the passion that the Raiders football means and how you're supposed to play, quote-unquote, Raiders football. I welcome the draftees to the new home, the Coliseum, the place of pride and commitment to excellence. Fans who would give most anything to see a victory on Sunday. Welcome from the best fans in football. Welcome home. Welcome to the Raider Nation. Now, you guys, if you're listening, your friends are listening, I'm telling you, you got a job, show up, be up, and get up, and get the nasty back, all you guys. Okay, now, let's move on here. I'm going to share with the Raider Nation now. This is what the forums are saying. These are some of the things that are the highlighted topics and topics for discussion. Marcus Vick. There's a question of whether we should get Marcus Vick. <laughs> Old Raider says the Raiders are still stupid. Oh, well. Um, we could have had Lendell White in the second round. That was another very well said piece. Trust me. Grade A, B, or C. Linebacker Thomas Howard, our second-round pick. There's something about him. Bing, as a linebacker, there's a big question mark. I've read a number of articles that said the Raiders selected Bing to play linebacker. Hey, they want him to bulk up somewhat, and they intend to change him into a linebacker. For those of you who watch him play, uh, can you see this working out? That's the question. Um, 
It says if he's okay with that. Nobody really has an answer for this. Um, but, but I, I just don't understand it with a draft that's so deep in linebackers. Please, please tell me we could have found a linebacker for actually the linebackers position. Please come on, Al. But, um, I digress. One thing I'm hoping here, folks, and I want to tell you this right off the cuff, I hope we cut Derek Gibson. I hope we can get rid of this guy because of the talent that we have. I hope we shed him in camp because I'm tired of seeing him. Unless he comes and becomes some metamorphosis into some other individual that plays better, we don't need him. I'm so bummed that we got him back on the roster. So I'm going to go over this article now. And, oh, there's a rumor here, too, that Jerry Porter is talking trade. He's disgruntled and he wants to be traded. Now, it's not a prominent article on SI or anything, but I'm hearing rumblings, more than one site, that it's a possibility that Jerry Porter might want to be traded out. Now, we have till June to make some moves, so hold on to your hats. There might be some more players coming. I'm particularly hoping for a strong defensive tackle. Somebody who's going to push through the middle and make the quarterback, you know, lose his front teeth like Sapp used to in his back in the day. But uh, we'll see. Hey, Jared Porter don't want to play for the Raiders anymore. I'm not going to cry about it, and I don't think the Raider Nation should cry about it. You know, Jerry Porter, you don't want to play here anymore? Then nice talking to you. Uh, see you later. Uh, you're not going to get any more of your money, but uh, nice talking to you. Um, you can just bow out of the contract and move on. I like Jerry Porter. You know, he's a good player, and but he didn't show much last season. I didn't, he didn't show much heart last season. Seemed like he was depressed, like – just like Moss was because we had no quarterback. And you know what? That could just be a passing phase um, because that would be frustrating. Don't you think if you couldn't do your job the whole season because of somebody else? Yeah, I think so. Alrighty, let's go to this article here. Jim Snowden's second omnibus. And this is a pretty cool thing. Jim has got it down, man. I read this and I was blown away on this article. It's called Curbing My Enthusiasm. And this is his article, so I hope I don't destroy it. And with the first selection of the 2006 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select Michael Huff. Strong safety, Texas. With Leinert still on the board, this was the way it went. It's hard not to feel underwhelmed. A DB has our first pick in four of our last years. We also selected a DB in the second round last year and in the third round the year before. It's becoming, I must say, a bit of a fetish with Oakland, and sadly, it's not one that's paid off handsomely on the field. I hope for Leinart. I hope for Leinart that uh, he's he's happy with that selection because he should have a great career, especially if he manages to escape the abyss of the Arizona Cardinals. But also because it would have meant that to the Raiders had kicked what looks more like and more like a bad habit if they'd have picked him. Of course, I'm destroying this article, so please bear with me. Let's just let's just lay things out. 
it's helpful to have a talented athletic secondary. There's no question there. But considering the rule changes and the emphasis on enforcing the illegal contact rules, shutdown corners just aren't what they used to be. And that's for sure. I have to agree with this guy. I agree with him so much with what he says. He goes on to say, Consider the 2002 Oakland Raiders. When times are hard, I like to reminisce. Charles Woodson didn't last long that season, breaking his leg against Pittsburgh in Week 2. Philip Buchanan, the Raiders' first-round pick that year, busted out against the Chargers in Week 5, so we lost our first and our second DBs. With the last disaster looming, beneath Buchanan and Woodson were, well, some guys. We don't know who they were. We still had Rod Woodson to keep our heads together, and James was a a solid but not particularly good um, back. He talks here about, with disaster looming, um, we went and lost four games in a row. But did disaster happen? No. We lost four consecutive games, but we rebounded against Denver and won nine of our next 11 with a beat-up secondary. How? Trace Armstrong, Rod Coleman, John Perella, Sam Adams, Bill Romanowski, Eric Barton. They shut down, they shut down the run and they blew everybody away with the pressure up the middle. Third overall versus the run. Combined 43 sacks and kept the passer in danger and had among them four interceptions. The 2005 Raiders, with all those first-day picks in the secondary, had five. True, the offense scored loads of points, which to some degree affected that. So he goes on also to say that we lost one number and number two guy, and we came back and we went to the Super Bowl. Would we have done any better with a healthy C. Woodson on the field? He might have. As it turned out, he wasn't needed. Indeed, trying to come back too soon was actually a liability for us in the playoffs. Calling the defensive backs on a team by the collective name of secondary is appropriate, not just because they're behind the front seven, but because relative to importance, they are, well, secondary. With this year's seventh overall pick, There were no front seven players worthy of that high selection, but there was one offensive player who was Liner. A QB trumps a DB. Don't believe me? Think of it. We lost our first round corners, two of them, in 2002, and we went to the Super Bowl. How? How close would we have gotten to the big day if Rich Gannon had broken his leg in that game that Woodson did in Pittsburgh. Perhaps two good following questions would be, how high a draft pick would we have gotten in 2003, and would Al Davis have spent it on a DB? So, I just want to say this was a great article, and it just says exactly what is reality. If you can't get the ball to anybody, it doesn't matter. Now, the defensive backs are important, but the front seven on the defense are way more important. And those guys are what make the big difference and give those other, the secondary guys in the back the opportunity to make plays by putting pressure on the quarterback. I've said it forever, but this guy said it pretty doggone good. So let's move on. 
We're going to go to the Raider Nation Podcast Forum. We're going to check it out here. And here we go. Now, New York Tommy Raider comes in. And he says, what a shock. What a shock. The Raiders have taken another DB. Would have loved the sexy pick of a QB. But we need the D help. Wish we could have gotten Hawk. But what can you do? It sounds like this guy Huff is a good player. I hope. Uh, why do we, why did we pass on Leinert? P.S. I officially hate Jay Cutler now. Oh, I mean, Curly. He called him Curly. That's pretty funny because he's making fun of Cutler, which is now a Denver Bronco. We all hate him too, Tommy. Thanks for the take. And, uh, well, you know, I agree with you 100% on the Leinert deal. I'm still freaked out about that. But you know what? Got to move on. Okay, Silver Carlos comes in. Great pick, Nation. The pick of Huff tells us more than just the fact that we are getting a hard-hitting safety. What it also says is Walter is probably our QB in the for the future. I, for one, like the pick, Walter, and don't want to abandon him without giving him a chance. I agree. Walter's a good player. Uh, I just see you got to go for that liner, man. You just had to do it. Uh, Walter could have been in the mix, too, man, because it's not bad to have two really good uh, quarterbacks, actually three, because Tui has to go. Looks like we're going to keep him for another season. Well, he's a bargain. Um, so the Raiders could, can continue to progress with Walter uh, during Brooks' time and maybe um, let him take over the franchise. And, yes, Cutler must die now. <laughs> That's for sure, because he's a Denver fan. I agree, with, I agree with Silver Carlos. That's true. Walter has to have a chance, and that sure, certainly says that Walter's going to get it most likely. Now, don't forget, we have until June, and some weird things can still happen because there's a little shaking and quaking going on in the NFL. There's movement happening everywhere. Okay, here is New York Tommy Raider coming in. Who the hell is Paul McQuiston, a 1AA guard? I don't get that pick. Where's the D-line help? Where's the backup RB running back? Um, they could have taken Gabe Watson in the, as the defensive tackle from Michigan, who's a beast over, over uh, Maurice Drew from UCLA. Uh, I think defensive tackle is a bigger need. We have Sap, Grandpa, Sands, okay, Hawthorne, Pothead, and Irons, who knows what. Uh who would feel good about that that defensive tackle depth? I would totally. I think we needed a defensive tackle way more than this offensive lineman from uh, Weber State. I don't get it. Doesn't make any sense. Um, here's another project. It's going to take a long time to develop this guy. Uh, you know, I, I can't go, Tommy. I feel you, brother. Great take, because I'm feeling that one right now. Tim Moe comes in with, stop freaking out. Now, I love guys like this because they bring me down to reality. I love the Raider Nation because you guys, we all draw on each other, and help each other balance out. Because I'm going to tell you, I need to be balanced out. That's why I need this stress debriefing myself. Okay, stop freaking out. <clears throat> Young and Lioner will be sweet. Uh, that's true. Calm down. Huff is the man. He's going to smack somebody's face off, um, which will be gross, but at least uh, he can get it done. Yeah, Howard was another choice as a linebacker, which is fine, but no, he's not the second-round guy. 
He's not the second round guy. <laughs> anyway, ugh. I hope he's great. I hope all these guys are great. But I'm just looking at who's out there. Um, the O-line pick was odd. Once again, another McQu- McQuiston uh, question mark. I didn't understand it either, man. Um, but he could be good down the road. I think way down the road. This guy's going to be good way down the road. Um, unless they throw him in, man. I hope he does good. Who wants to get pancaked by a six foot six redheaded beast? And that's for sure, man. He's a big guy. Number that I know. Hopefully he'll be good um, with a good running back behind this guy. Darnell Bing, quality late round pick. Uh, yeah, I think so if they keep him where he's supposed to be, but I don't think so if he moves the linebacker. Uh, what are we go? Where are we going? Uh, we are restoring the nasty. He says that's what we're supposed to do, right? Well, I think they're restoring the nasty in a couple of places. Huff will definitely re- restore some of the nasty. The rest main, remains to be seen. Okay, let's see. It looks like Shellas. This is from Ghost to Post. Ghost to Post says. Defense looks like Coach Shell is addressing the needs of the defense, and Walter will be the QB of the future. I agree with you 100%. Uh, have, uh, saving the drama of selecting a QB, I think, is a plus. We don't need a second uh, guessing in the booth. And um, we are heading to the future looking better than before. Just win, baby, he says. And uh, I believe so. We'd look better. Um, still a lot of holes in this cheese, but we can get it straight. But it's looking better. It's looking better. Okay, the assassin comes in with draft. I think Coach Hill and the Raiders made solid choices. Huff is a no-brainer. We had five interceptions all last season, an NFL record low. Uh, he's no Patrick Bates, thank God, and should make his secondary instantly better. Though Liner was uh, more high-profile, I don't think he would have been as good a fit for the Raiders. Eh, maybe he wouldn't have. Uh, not to knock our team, but I hate to see the kid get stuck in a bad Tom Walsh offense. Gosh, that's right. Tom, I'm from Idaho, Walsh offense. You're living in your own private Idaho. Living in your own private Idaho. You're living in your own private Idaho. Is right on the money with that because Tom Walsh could make your life dreadfully painful with this three and a half and four second hold the ball plays. Um, I just hope that doesn't happen to anybody this season. Please, Tom. Please, Tom, baby, speed them plays up because uh, you're going to see that that doesn't work in 2006. The assassin goes on to see that we desperately need a fast outside linebacker. Of course we do. Who can cover? I hope this is this new kid. Um, and so Thomas Howard is a good pick. Hopefully one that pans out quickly. I understand Fargus is not reliable. Of course, as a backup. Uh, but I give Jordan some credit. He had 100,000 yards last year uh, with a banged-up offensive line that played sporadically, which is true. But you know what? We we could have picked another. There was a lot of good running backs in this draft that we could have gotten in the second round. You know, would have made a big difference, especially with that offensive lineman help that we just got from Weber State. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 really questioning that. So he also goes on to say uh, he would have liked to have seen some defensive tackles. That's another need that I think we better get on. 
Uh, I don't know who they think is going to push up the middle, but we could have defensive backs all day long. And uh, if that guy keeps the ball for five, six, seven seconds, you, you're going to get uh, taken out and burned because there's no way you're going to cover somebody for that long. Ask some of the best cover guys in the world. They'll all tell you the same thing. The guys up front make all the difference in the world. Good post, Assassin. Very good post. Okay, this is from the Tokyo Outpost of the Raider Nation. There you go. This is Robert Moorhead, man. This is Robert. It's my brother from Asia. Okay. Huff Daddy and Chandler Bing. Will Huff Daddy bring some bling bling to the Raider Nasty? Will Chandler Bling make a pick? Will they play? I'll be there for you in the black hole. Will Huff be a Huff Daddy, or will he be a Puff Daddy? A P. Diddy, whatever. Make him change his name to Huff Ami Yimmy. I don't get that one. That's a joke. Makes sense if you follow Japanese pop or kids watching Cartoon Network. Maybe the Raider Nation isn't a place for such a joke. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, this draft is really disappointing, he says. Not because the players were picked they didn't like, but since I didn't follow college ball and have no idea who these guys are anyway, it's disappointing because I have to work to make my jokes about the new guys' names. Give me some Gimma, Bialama, Asamoa, and Tuiasasobo. <laughs> Something more than Howard, McQuiston, John Wilkes Booth, Philip Morris, and Ed McMahon. Maybe we'll be at lucky and have some embarrassing off-field exploits. Uh, we'll hit the paper and, and can be fodder for Sunday morning jokes over beers. Something like a drunken kicker giving himself a date rape drug and falling around on the dance floor. Now that's funny. That's funny because it happened. <laughs> That's our kicker for you, Robert Moorhead. Archell has come out of his van down by the river to try and talk up some new draft picks. And I can say this, it's sure a nice to have a coach shell back in the silver and black. If I had to sit through another one more season of Mr. Rogers' press conferences, I think I would have gone insane. That's for damn sure, Robert. As you would have heard me screaming all the way across the Pacific, Archell can tell the new guys what it should mean to be a Raider. If being a Raider means something less to you than you go across the bay and play for a team that charges its players for postage stamps and locks its Gatorade cooler when the coaches are out. Bleed silver and black or go home. <laughs> Came in strong, man. You should call Jim Rome. You should call Romy on the Romy Show. Speaking of that, let me just interject this. There is a golfer, and you know what? I just heard a tail end of this, so I know this is going to sound weak, but it's true. It's a true story. A professional golfer, uh, J.D., I think, are his. Uh, Justin is his first name. I can't remember his last name. Duffy um, went to Vegas and dropped five grand on each I don't know how they got a slot machine to take five grand, but he popped out five grand for the slot machine each single time until he spent, hold on to yourselves, $650,000. And do you know how long it took him to spend that? He blew $650,000 
in 30 minutes. Yes, 30 minutes. 30 minutes he spent a house and then he took a marker for another 650000 and he spent that in the next two hours. True story, Jim Rome heard it, blew my mind. Okay, get back here. Raider Frank says, the draft. Looks like the Raiders have got themselves a shiny brand new Charles Woodson. Selecting Michael Huff as a first round was a gimme. Huff has shades of Charles without the pizzazz, an excellent cover corner, and a, a good deep back safety while being cheaper in price, healthier and younger. Brings a good replacement for Charles. Charles is listed at six foot one, two hundred and eight pounds, while Huff is listed at six foot one, two hundred five pounds. We can step up the blitz and the quarterback, and also hang in and stop the run. Sound familiar? More and more as you read about Huff, everything makes sense. That's why Al is Al. He knows the players. I was I was not too keen on our first pick until I stepped back and really looked at Huff. I think he's going to make a good player better than Charles Woodson. Plus, there's an added benefit. He's got that new car smell. Go Raiders. Well, that's true. And if they say, if what is happening, uh, this is a good pick. This is a good pick. But I just have to question the rest of our picks, and that's just what I do. Because I'm Raider Greg, and that's what I do. Now, Raider fans, tell me that... Uh, you're happy with the draft, and I will say good, because you see, when the Raiders get together, the fans get together, the Raider fan can shout it out, because a different opinion. We talk, we talk football, and it's it's cool to trade those dynamics and opinions, um, because it stimulates thought, and it just gets you excited about your team, and I can't wait for this football season! It's freaking me out. Um... I know the summer's here, and there's so many things to do that are fun. There's so many things to do out there. The sun's staying up late, and it, and it's nice, and the evenings and the days are nice. And I love the summer, but I can't wait to hear that familiar tune. Dun-dun-dun-dun. I probably didn't do that very well, but you get the drift. Well, thank you, Raider Nation, for tuning into Raider Nation Podcast. I want to thank Randy Olson, a bald Raider, for taking care of all the technicals on the webpage. He is awesome, as you can see, and he is on the ball every day, working hard for the nation. So give it up for the Randall Olson. And also, I want to remind you all to frappa. The Frapper map is easier. Randy fixed that. It's up right there in the front of the page. You cannot miss it. Click on it. Pick on it. Put a picture on it of you and your old lady, whatever, partying it up, getting down in your silver and black so that the rest of the Raider Nation can check it out. Uh, it's cool. And I get a kick out of watching you guys, seeing pictures of you guys. So, anyways, until the next Raider Nation podcast, I thank you for tuning in. This is Raider Greg, and I am out. Hey, you guys, this is Randy from Behind the Scenes at Raider Nation podcast. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary of the show in a couple of weeks, and I was trying to think of something we might do to commemorate the anniversary. 
I thought it might be kind of cool if any of you guys have a microphone you can connect to your computer. You could record a little message for Greg, and we'll play them on the anniversary show. Just record a short MP3 file telling us your name, where you're from, and whatever else you'd like to say about the show, the Raiders, or whatever. Then just email the audio file to the bald raider, that's me, at RaiderNationPodcast.com. That's the bald raider at RaiderNationPodcast.com. Thanks a lot, and go Raiders! <laughs>